Hey y'all, what's up? So here it is. I'm back again with my first episode of my first segment. Um, I know I was telling y'all in the intro that um, I got married and stuff. So I'm here to like really tell y'all how when I said I do, everybody was saying I don't. I really don't understand how so many people was opposed to my marriage. Like it was really Tiffany and company. But anyways, y'all. When I tell you the amount of people that had a fucking opinion, I did not even know that them shits was worthless and I cannot spend them. Because if I could today, I would be filthy fucking rich. And God knows I need all that fucking money if it was converted from their opinions. Anyhow, let me show y'all something how fucked up people are. Little Dirk proposed to his girlfriend, right? But just October of this year... He was all over the blogs. They were saying he cheated on India, his girlfriend of three years, with a transgender, right? Everybody has something to say about that. Now, he proposed to her. Everybody's like, oh, I'm next. I'm this. I'm that. Oh, yes, that's how you do it. Like, listen, shut the fuck up. Everybody have their own path that is designed for them. What is for her cannot be for you, okay? If a man that cheated with a transgender is for her, that is for her because some women can cope with shit that others cannot. What is for people is for people. You understand what I'm saying? But anyhow, nobody is not talking about how she was with him, battling with him, with his perks addiction, and all of that. Everybody forgot about all the struggles that she had to go through. But now everybody glorifying the part that he proposed. Well, kudos to them and congratulations. I'm just saying that to say this. No matter what you do, people are going to talk. And they like to talk more about the struggle. But glorify the... um. The joyous part, the part that's supposed to be joyous. And everybody joy that's displayed is not really joy because sometimes people just do things to save face because, in my opinion, um, three months ago, I believe, October, or two months ago, Homeboy was just in the blogs and they were saying he cheated with a transgender. And then he decided to propose now. And they had deleted each other off of social media. And all that good shit. So, um, I don't really know what was his purpose of proposing, but each his own, like I said. But anyhow, let me get into my shit. So, that's to show you that it's really nine days talk. People talk, and then they forget that they said shit. And then when the beautiful part comes, they start to glorify it. Anyhow, let me tell y'all something. When I decided to get married, I called my mama when my husband proposed, and my mother was so against it. Like, you know, most girls is like, oh, my God, let me share this with my mom that I'm getting married. I'm excited. She was like, ah. And she started talking her shit and saying my husband is broken, all of this shit. But it was like, ma, I understand that you're concern for me financially but homegirl you got four different baby daddies and me and none of my siblings look alike and um I guess all them niggas was broke you couldn't deal with that shit but 
it's like, it's kind of hard to take advice from you. Like, I really can't take your word for it. I got to learn off my own because you done made mistakes like four fucking times and I still don't see you pulling good shit from the dating pool. But anyhow, um, my other sis, my, one of my sisters, I have two sisters. One of my sisters um, was like, she's not, I invited her to my wedding. She was like, oh, I'm not coming to that chaos. And I had to really, at first, I felt a way, like, damn, like, I'm getting married. My sister want to come and see me get married because I got married in Jamaica. And one of my sisters live in Jamaica. But it's like, I had to think about it because I was kind of disappointed that she didn't want to show up. But I had to think about it, like, why would she want to show up? She has been having babies for people that's in relationships. Like, none of her children has fathers that belong to her like these are all people men and people husbands that she slept with so i'm assuming that she would be opposed to it so sometimes it's really not about you it's about people and their internal demons that they're fighting they try to project it on you so i've learned to not take things so personal like once upon a time but anyways um other people had opinions to say and oh they was saying he wants a green card and it's like who the fuck wouldn't want a green card my husband is from the heart of the ghetto like who would not want a green card not saying that he just married me for a green card because that is not the case like what we got is fucking real we got mutual fucking love you understand because i've been with um a man before that before my husband and I have a 11-year-old from a previous relationship with that man. And that man had his money, but he was verbally and physically abusive. And he, we were not equally yoked because what I wanted out of life, he did not want. And all he could have brought to the table was STDs, drama, all type of shit. You know what I mean? And that is not healthy for me so I had to let that go and keep it moving and of course he went and he had a baby while we were together in his love triangle but I'm not gonna get into that in that this segment I'll get into that in another one but just goes to show you it's not always about money okay because that nigga had money and I wasn't getting it like that I had to be his elbows to even get a dollar towards the child that we have together so it's like what do you want money or you want to be happy or you just want a nigga with money because sometimes these bitches don't even be having a provider they just have a nigga with money and they look good on photos like how they say marriage look good on paper nigga with a nigga with money look good on photos because sometimes they not even getting none of the nigga money and i can tell it because i've been that woman before so and i know there's many other women out there that's still living that lie but anyhow, my husband is from the heart of the ghetto, and that is where my family come from as well, Southside Jamaica to be exact. So we did not come from a bed of roses. Well, I have. <laughs> I'm joking. But I come from America, so we have more opportunities than um, people in Jamaica in the garrison to be exact because that is where my husband is from and my family is also from there so it's kind of it kind of boggled my mind like why are y'all so against me marrying this man 
I understood outsider's opinion because um, my husband proposed on October 8th and we got married on October 13th. Yeah, I know it was very fast. But what people did not know and what people still don't know is that I knew my husband since I was 12 years old. So from a spiritual level, right, that shit was ordained, okay? Because that man was designed for me and only me. And nobody else don't want no broke man. So, you know, this man is definitely for me because I took up the broke man and I married him and we have a beautiful baby girl together. And by the way, um, we married now a year and it's about to be two. So, yeah, it's not as bad as it seems. I mean, there's nothing perfect in this life because you can be with a man with a whole bunch of money and he cheats on you day in, day night. I've never had that experience with my broke man. Maybe because nobody don't want no broke man, but who's to tell it? That same broke man that's broke today may be rich tomorrow. So it's all about patience and it's all about compromising and it's all about respect because that nigga respects the ground that I walk on and it goes both ways. But anyhow, I had people telling me to come and find a next man. Come to America and find a next man. It's like, hold on, I am 30 years old. Well, 31 to be exact. I have two children. I'm not going to confuse my children and be dating all around the place. And I'm not going to get a divorce because of financial reasons. Because I am a natural born hustler and my husband has the potential to boss the fuck up. So, I'll be patient. When our time comes, it will come. But I am not in no rush to prove anything to anybody because I am not living my life for people. You understand? So, anyhow, um, everybody that had an opinion, I had to go into their life now and judge them nakedly. And it's like, please, I do not want to hear what you got to say because your shit is all the way fucked up. Like... You was the next woman with a bunch of baby fathers, too, that I don't want to hear nothing from. I don't want to hear anything from any women that never been married, that don't have um any long-term relationships. I, I really don't want to hear it because it's like, what do you want me to do? Hop all over the place and be soul-searching? No, I found my soulmate. I don't need to soul-search. I don't need to do that anymore. That's when I was in my 20s and I've done that. And it's like, you still end up being like an empty fucking vessel. So why not find somebody that intellectually stimulates your mind, that respects you, that has goals and certain things that you and the person can come together and build and make one a solid foundation? Why do you want to pick up somebody that has money where... You probably not even getting none. The person is probably selfish. The person have their own goals and aspirations, probably walking around cheating on you, doing all type of... Why, why do you want that? But each his own. But me personally, from my personal girl, I don't, I don't want um, any of that shit that the niggas today in this day and age with money have to offer because I believe in building you know, 
Nobody not going to respect the struggle right now because to people, struggle is ugly. They don't see the beautiful part of people growing together from flowers and blossoming into roses. They just want the rose to pop up and then they smell the shit. But however, I don't know why people is going around and saying that my husband did voodoo on me, voodoo for Haitians, opiate. I'm giving you the definition for each word according to culture base and um how different nations address the word opia wakanda all that black magic witchcraft whatever but whatever the fuck it is that they saying that he put on me people don't understand real love because real love stronger than fucking opia and the love that we share it cannot be broken or taken or damaged and nobody can come between it because according to the bible it says to get married for rich or poor we just living out the poor part but when the glory comes there's gonna be a lot of people that's going to bite their fucking tongue and return to their vomit because i'm not asking you i'm telling you i know we gonna glow up and boss the fuck up so i really don't care what nobody want to say but back to the green card situation who the fuck wouldn't want a green card though like be honest if the roles was reversed and i was there my family would tell me like oh marry him make him give you a green card. so why wouldn't y'all want me to help somebody out why wouldn't y'all that i have a child with like why wouldn't y'all want me to put that man in a position to probably come and help me like you never know because the tables can turn so everybody that's passing their judgment, I really don't want to hear it. And I really don't care for it because this is my life and I rule my destiny. And I can't tell none of my relatives. I can't tell no friends, anybody what to do. Seven sisters, seven different minds. I have a mind of my own. So I do what I want and I march to the beat of my own drum. So hear this. When you sit in there judging other people, please get a book and a pencil and write down all the fucking shit that's wrong with you and your life and come back to me and then we're going to weigh it out and then we're going to see who's better to give the advice, who's in a better position to, to give the advice. Because if you're not in a better position than me and you can't lead by example, I don't want your advice. I could think you should take your advice, shove it up your ass or use it for yourself because I don't have no use for it, you know? But anyhow, hear this. I'm going to tell y'all in my next segment, next episode. So tune in next week, Sunday, at the same time where, I can tell, where I'm going to tell you guys how I went broke, how me and my husband was operating a business together, and it was not successful. I'm going to get into all of that details and tell y'all all about that one day. But for now, hear me out and hear this. I don't want to hear shit what nobody got to say when it comes to my fucking marriage, okay? Please and thank you. So check me out. Same time, same place, same voice. Every time I feel, can't do no different. Swear me up a win. That's why I'm try again. For every time I feel, cause God always a listen. One day I have to win. That's why I'm try again. Cancer. Yeah, um, <laughs> I play all day. Hey, y'all, it's your girl, and I am back again with another segment. I know the last time I was telling y'all about my marriage and how people was fighting against me and my husband, but now in this segment, I'm going to explain to y'all and give y'all the tea on how when I opened my business, how it was successful. What was? I'm bugging the fuck out, you see? That shit was not successful. 
<laughs> but, you know, sometimes you have to take bad things and make love, you know? I've learned, and it was a great experience. However, though, um, the post of the day, right? So I came across this post, and the post said that this girl, this girl posted... Let me give y'all the news right, because I'm really sounding like I'm mixed up right now. But anyhow, my show is authentic. It is not scripted. This comes straight from the dome. So, more time, I'll be bugging the fuck out. God, excuse my French. I'll be having a lot of things on my mind, and I'll be rambling it at one time. But let me stick to the topic. Anyways, this girl, I came across this post. This girl posted and said um, her friend, boyfriend, joined them for dinner and he asked for a separate bill he didn't pay for her food and she feels some type of way and it's like excuse me what kind of way could you feel once upon a time i would be a dummy to say damn he should supposed to pay for my friend's food but them bitches do not deserve nothing more time they rolling with you and flexing with you because what other niggas do for you. Like, say you have a boops, and a boops is like a sponsor, a nigga that put on for you. They just want to be around and join the bandwagon because of that perks. So, no, I'm not um, supporting the fact that she's upset that her friend man didn't pay for the food. No, bitch, pay for your own food or get you a nigga that can pay for yours. He's here to pay for my food. Like, I, I don't get it. And then I seen a lot of girls in the comments saying, oh, no, he could have never been my man. And girl, you sound gullible. If you knew what I knew, you'd be glad. And that that is actually, in fact, what they call it, a red flag. That is actually, um, I don't even know what the words to find for. Um, that's an honoree. That nigga didn't pay for her food. Honor him. Honor him. That means he's all about you, sis. Do not worry about him paying for no bitch food because most of the time these bitches just want to eat with you. When the plate is empty, you don't see them. So, um, no, um, I don't support her in sense of entitlement. I, I don't I don't like that. But anyhow, um, Merry Christmas. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed y'all Christmas. I hope y'all got y'all heart's desire. I didn't get my heart desire materialistically, but I got my heart's desire because I got life and I have my children and I have my lovely husband. So I got family and that's what's important. So um, the material things will come later because we get what we need in life, not what we want. And when we get what we need and we are grateful, the king will bless us with our heart's desire. It's all about patience. I always say patience because patience is the key and it is a virtue. But anyhow, um, let me tell y'all now about my business venture. So initially, I did not go to Jamaica to get married. I went to Jamaica to open a business with my sister. However, when... The ball was supposed to start rolling now. She came into agreement with me before I got on the plane at JFK to Norman Manley. We agreed that we was going to operate a business. I was going to go back and forth. Uh, yada, yada, yada. However, things didn't work out as planned. Because when we are planning, the king is laughing at us. Because he has other plans for us. So anyways, 
I went to open the, the business with my sister and as soon as I got there, she started showing a different type of demeanor. I went there with my 11-year-old daughter and she was treating us very unfairly. Like, I, I didn't understand it, but I was just making excuses for her because I'm like, okay, we didn't grow up together. She grew up in another country. Um, her, She's less fortunate to say with opportunities than me so I kind of understand her anger but I don't know why the fuck it was towards me because I'm not her mother and uh, her mother came to the U.S. for a better life so it's like after you reach a certain age in life it's like you have to let go of your bitterness and take accountability for your own action because we design the life that we want so it's like you can't be sitting here for years angry at people because of your opportunities. If opportunities are not given to you, you go out and you seek them. You create your opportunities. Everybody's not the same. Seven sisters, seven different minds. Anyways, I got there. She started showing me faces. Um, when it was time to get the business rolling, she's like, oh, I'm backing out. Because my husband, well, he wasn't my husband at the time. My boyfriend at the time in which she was cheering on at first. She was supportive, and then she just started acting like a total bitch. But anyways, um, he was helping me out with um, preparation and stuff like that. But I guess she was offended by that. She felt threatened that my man was helping me and being supportive of my dreams. She's like, oh, I'm not going into business with you and your man. But... My man was not involved in my business. He was just there as my support system. And I, when I tell you, I did not go with the plans to open any business with my husband. I went to open business with my sister. And me and my husband just so happened to be working on our relationship. Like I told y'all before, my husband is no stranger to me. I knew that man since I was 12 years old. Life happened. We separated. We came back together. We filtered out. And the king put us back together because we were ordained. Like I said, anyhow... She said she didn't want to open a business with me. Yada, yada. She backed out the business. She just started, like I said, showing me different faces. Then um, we had an argument and her and her, the father of her children, threw me and my daughter out, child, in a third world country. Right? So if your girl didn't have coins um, in her bank account, she would have been stranded. Eventually, my coins did run out. But anyways, um, my husband found somewhere for us because the business place that I was going to initially run business belonged to my cousin because he is a businessman. And me and this guy had a great relationship before this business idea came into proposition. And he grew up with my sister, so I guess his loyalty was to her. He started showing me faces, too. And it's like, how are you showing me faces? Every time this guy comes to the United States of America, I always looked out for him and treated him like a visitor. They treated me like a total stranger. But in my personal opinion, I, from based on my observation, I feel like they wanted my fucking business. Because if you are from the islands, Jamaica especially, just send a barrel there to that country with hopes of doing any business transaction with those people 
and you'll see people for who they are they will cut your fucking throat it is a dog eat dog out there okay they will cut your fucking throat slit it with no remorse for money okay their relationship is based on a dollar and it's not even based on just survival like they act more hungry than anybody else in this world like their loyalty is not it's it's just not there it doesn't it's not you could do a million and one things for them once they feel like you are american they feel like you got a fucking tree somewhere in your backyard and you just climb that motherfucker whenever you need money but anyways they turned on me they threw me out my husband now he found a place at this time he was still my boyfriend my man he found a place for us to operate our business it just so happened the island set up where they have shops and houses as well we rent the place we rent a room in there to live because my sister threw us out and I wasn't going to give up on my fucking dreams and just because I'm no quitter. I'll fight till there's no more fight left to fight. So um, I rented a place. My, my husband, my boyfriend found the place and we rented a room. It was me, him and my 11 year old daughter and we decided to operate a business. I started off with a wholesale. I was so proud of myself, but the king had better things in store for me. I don't look at disappointments as a, 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 um, I'm resilient. So I don't look at disappointments as a, a, a reason to give up. I keep going. I keep pushing. And I always tell myself that there is something better and greater than this. So we rented that place and I said, you know what? I'm going to give my business a try. Me and my husband is me and my man is going to do it together. So I sent my daughter back to the U.S. And, I, and it was the hardest thing for me to ever do. I sent her back um, for her to go to school in the care of my mother. I said, you know what? I'm going to get this business up and running and I'm going to return to my child. I didn't know it was going to cause a rift between our relationship, but I'll get into that into that in the next segment but anyhow sent my daughter back to the u.s i started operating business there at first it was running smoothly then these fucking jamaicans started acting like i owe them something mind you i opened business in the heart of the ghetto and i looked at it as okay i'm creating opportunities i can give another girl like me a job i can hire a girl like myself that that that's trying you know a single mother or something to i can offer opportunities that's how i was looking at it i wasn't looking at it like girl you going into the ghetto these people don't want to see nobody rise here you're gonna get yourself hurt i wasn't looking at it like that i was looking at it like i'm building opportunities for others you understand at first everybody came and they was supporting and then people started acting entitled like oh She's American, so she can just go pick this off a fucking tree. They wanted, they started begging people. So when I was saying no, people started showing me bad faces. All right. They started sabotaging my business. And I know y'all going to say I'm crazy, but motherfuckers was throwing her OBR on me, like OBR on my business. And I know most of y'all, if y'all from the island, y'all know what that is. That's like black magic, some wicked witchcraft type shit. I was finding ants in my 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 um products a lot of shit like they was battling me sp- spiritually if i must say like if i wasn't a firm believer i would have fucking off myself 
But anyways, um, at first I was making back my money, like I said, because I am a firm believer and I'm a fighter and I had a strong man behind me and we was running shit together. You understand? And not once did he ask me for anything. He could have been like, oh, Tiffany, you know, I'm from the U.S. Most niggas look at that as an opportunity. He could have asked me to rent cars. He could have asked me to do a whole bunch of shit. He wanted me to to follow my dreams. And he was helping me to execute my dreams. Everybody started shitting on us. Everybody started giving us bad faces. Everybody started, they started boycotting us. So it's like, I'm like, you know what? I was going to leave my husband in charge of running the business and coming back to the U.S., but I just decided to say, you know what? I'm just going to close this because it's going to cause a problem, and I don't want nobody robbing me for what I don't have. I don't want nobody to fuck me over or fuck my husband over for what we don't have. We're trying. But anyways, my mother-in-law gave me hell, but I will get into that in the next segment. When I thought she was helping me, the bitch turned around and robbed me. But I will get into that in the next segment. But I'm just telling y'all, that experience that I went through, we had to close our business. And I have now I'm starting over from ground zero. Me and my husband are starting over like we really trying to get it out the mud together now, uh, once again. So... It's like you you don't give up. You keep going. You don't let things deter you. You keep on going. You keep on fighting. Because as much as I did not, when my business had to close, I didn't shed one tear. Not one tear because I, I'm a firm believer in the king. And I said to myself, like, maybe he got something bigger and better for me. I trust and I believe that. Every minor setback for a major comeback. And I lost everything because I invested every dollar in my business. Like I said, I opened a wholesale and I was planning on re, re, like remodeling the location. I painted and stuff to uplift the, the, the neighborhood because, like I said, my business was in the heart of the ghetto. Me and my husband painted ourselves and we was going to remodel inside and all of the, all this shit we was going to do that we never got to do. And I invested my money into the business. And then after when the business closed, I was pr- I got pregnant. I was pregnant at the time while I was operating my business. I didn't know I was pregnant, but I'll get into that in another <laughs> segment. Um, I was pregnant and I kept, I lost everything basically. Like, cause when the business closed, I didn't want to go back. My family wasn't being supportive and I didn't want to run back to the States. I wanted to stay there and fight with who was fighting for me. The only person that was in my corner supporting me. I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay here with my husband and we're going to figure things out. And I'm a, when, when I come to a... Because when you're pregnant, a lot of hormones and things is running around. I was emotionally hurt from my family. Not even more so my business. I wasn't even hurt financially because money comes and money goes. But family is very important to me. So I was more so hurt because of that. But I stayed while I was pregnant and we closed our business. And now I'm starting all over from scratch, from ground zero. And I got hope and I got faith. And I know that we're going to come out bigger and better. And everybody that didn't fuck this over, they're going to live to see us, you know. So my advice to you people is do not give up, no matter how hard it gets. Although I am starting from scratch, I... I have full confidence, full faith, and firm belief 
in Haile Selassie, in the king. That is my king. He is the king of kings, the lord of lords, and he is the conquering lion, and I am his vessel. So I know that there, where there's a will, there's a way. And I know that he will bless me. At Christmas have missed me twice, but it didn't miss me because I woke up with my two eyes open and I woke up with family, the family that I created, my children, and my husband is alive and well. So it's a blessing. Peace be unto everybody and tune in next time, next week. Same time, same place, same voice. Blessings and prosperity. Merry Christmas.